2: Greg McBride with bankrate.com is on the Trocare College live line here on WBE on this morning a final policy decision from the Fed yesterday Greg and markets soared they didn't say it but it appears they're done raising rates and that's what the celebration was about
1: well they're exactly right Susan so that and the fact that they hinted that they're gonna they're, they're in, uh, intend to start cutting rates next year and that the likelihood Uh, was for three rate cuts. Uh, That's the expectations within the Fed. Of course, nothing's carved in stone, but that three was a significant change from just three months ago whenever they were still expecting to raise rates one more time and then only to cut rates twice next year. So, you know, all in all, even within the Fed, they're projecting interest rates going to be lower next year than they had been a few months ago. Markets love the sound of that. And you, you saw the effect of that stock market went way up. Even the bond market really enjoyed it. Bond yields dropped pretty significantly.
0: You know, they made note of the easing of inflation in the past year, and I think a lot of people might have heard that or are reading it this morning and saying, what are you talking about? Because I'm still paying a lot more for everything. Um, I, I, how exactly is that being measured, and does it necessarily translate into what people see and things they buy every day?
1: Well, you know, the the... Prices haven't come down. Right. I mean, so when we talk about inflation moderating, we're just talking about them going up, but not as fast. Right. And that's a little consolation because of the fact that prices are so much higher than they were three years ago. So, you know, to say that inflation's coming down, that just means that, you know, those prices that have already increased mightily over the last three years, they're still going up, just not as fast. And, you know, the goal is to get inflation to 2%. We're on track for that. Uh, it's going to take a little bit more time. Uh, but again, there's this big gap that households have, because in a lot of cases, expenses have gone up faster than income for the better part of the last two or three years. And so that there's a gap that has to be closed, and it's just going to take some time. So that budgetary pressure that houses are feeling is real, and it's going to continue for a while before they, the income can really catch up to where the expenses have gone.
2: It seems like this is a great example of the disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street, right? I mean, how soon when they at cutting rates next year, how soon would that translate into everyday prices, the everyday inflation that we're feeling?
1: Well, the the lower rates aren't going to uh, bring about lower uh, prices. The, the higher rates of the medicine we have to take to get inflation under control. So it's only at the point where they're confident inflation is, is under control that they would start to cut interest rates. But even then, we have to Uh, I think to kind of check our expectations. Interest rates took the elevator up. They're going to take the stairs coming down. Interest rates are going to come down very slowly. They're very high. They're going to stay high. Even once those rates start coming down next year, they're still going to be at high levels. So still prioritize debt repayment, particularly the high-rate credit card or home equity line of credit, those variable rate debts. Uh, Keep working on paying that down. And and pad your savings. I mean, your savings rates are really high. Yes, they may come down a little bit next year, but you're still going to be earning more than the rate of inflation, which is a rare circumstance. So take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, so as this announcement was made yesterday, we saw the reaction on Wall Street. Where else are we going to see an impact of uh, what appears to be, you know, this kind of blueprint of what the Fed is going to do, to do next?
1: Well, what we're talking about at this point is rates stabilizing in the sense that the, the, the Federal Reserve has decided that interest rates are high enough to have the desired effect. Uh, They don't want to push them higher and risk uh, overdoing it and pushing the economy into a recession. That soft economic landing is within sight, um, which is really remarkable considering we've seen the sharpest pace of rate increases in 40 years. So, uh, you know, rates aren't going to go up. But that doesn't mean that, you know, borrowing is going to be cheap, uh, you know, rate its going to be a while before rates start to come down. And when they do, it'll happen pretty modestly. So, you know, from a borrower's perspective, if I would expect only really marginal improvement next year, uh, interest costs are still high. It's going to cost a lot to borrow. That variable rate debt you're carrying still going to be a burden. So, you know, keep your eye on the ball. Keep focusing on paying down that high cost debt, stabilizing your finances, because we're not going back to a low rate environment anytime soon.
2: Well, this is some good news though, like for 401ks, things like that. Year to date, where are the markets now? Well, we're
1: made up a lot of the losses from last year. You know, 2022, when interest rates first started to go up, was pretty brutal in financial markets. Uh, You know, stock market fell into a bear market, which is a drop of more than 20 percent. But, you know, the bond market got hammered, too. So a lot of investors, even their so-called safe investments, really took it on the chin in 2022. This year's been better. Uh, You know, bonds have more or less treaded water. Uh, But the stock market has rebounded, uh, you know, particularly some of the big tech names. Uh, So the market itself is up about 20 percent year to date. And uh, looking at a broader measure like the S&P 500, we're about three and a half percent below the record high uh, set at the beginning of 2022. And I think the the outlook is good. That, That soft economic landing certainly very conducive. If that should materialize, that's very conducive to continued economic growth, growth in corporate earnings, which ultimately drives stock prices. So I think investors can be much more hopeful going into 2024 than maybe was the case coming into 2023.
0: You know, people have enjoyed these uh, high interest savings accounts that have sprung up over the last uh, couple of years with the interest rates rising. Are those deals, you know, seemingly deals going to Continue? Will people still enjoy those benefits uh, with the rates at least leveling off uh, for the foreseeable future?
1: Yeah, they will, Brian. Uh, yeah, I mean, rates are going to level off, like you said. they are probably got to kind of even come down a little bit as we work our way through 2024. But uh, here's the important thing you're still going to be earning a rate that's in excess of inflation. Right now, if you're shopping around, you look at online savings accounts, they're earning 5% and above. Well, you know, inflation's at, at three or four, depending on how you measure it, and the goal is to get inflation down to two percent. So you know that five percent, even if it slips next year down to four and a half or four, still going to look really good compared to an inflation rate that's you know going to be headed for two or two and a half percent next year. So earning more than the rate of inflation. Uh, in a safe haven investment is a pretty rare circumstance. So, next year is going to be a good year for savers. Maybe not as good as this year, but but certainly a very good one.
2: Hey, Greg, thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Greg McBride with Bankrate.com.